foster those relationships better. Find out who your allies are, write them down. And anyone who tears you down, get them out. Okay, simple, get them out. If they tear you down, get them out. Foster the relationships that propel you up. You haven't achieved anything, so why, why reward yourself? You wouldn't celebrate halfway through a marathon, you know? So if you're running a marathon and you, and you stop halfway to celebrate, what's the point of that? You don't celebrate halfway through a marathon, so don't celebrate when you haven't even done anything yet. So let's say it influences you, so now you go to a party, it desensitizes you, so now the things at that party that are happening are now normal for you. That then represents and reflects you. So everything that went on in that party now has a knock-on effect to you. So if, let's say someone gets hurt and it's a bad thing, maybe the police get called, now you are associated with that. You have to take responsibility for that. That reflects you. I wouldn't say that reflects you in a good way. Do us a quick favor, guys. Hit the follow subscribe button. Share this with someone who would benefit from it. And help us grow, as the more we grow, the better the episodes we'll get. Thanks guys for helping us, and let's get into the episode. And he's here, he is here. Cristiano has entered the building. Welcome, wherever you are, to the Old Trafford Theatre. Welcome back to this episode of the Sculptor Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be going through why you don't need friends, but you need allies. So, it's a bit of a controversial one, actually. And I don't know if many people talk about this. I don't think they do. But if they do, they're not going to go into as much depth as we will in this episode. So, it's going to be a bit of an interesting one. Hopefully, I get you guys thinking. Hopefully, I get you guys kind of reevaluating maybe some of your current friendships. Maybe some future friendships. Maybe how you're being influenced and yeah I just hope that we get a bit of a obviously we can't get much of a back and forth here but just a bit of you know processing maybe a bit of awareness for you guys whatever it is I hope you guys get something out of this but what we're going to go through in yeah this episode is basically the the ideas of traditional friendship what that is also the idea of an ally and what an ally is also going to be emphasizing the support of friends and allies and then we're going to be talking about friends versus allies the differences then we're going to be talking about the benefits of having friends or allies then we're going to be talking about the the diversity and the specialization of having specific people in your life and then the strategic component of having allies or friends so with that being said we're going to get into it and we're going to try and get through this pretty quickly i'm going to have this camera as well showing you a few notes that i'll be taking so i can try and control this one up here but with that being said let's get straight into it and let's go over what a traditional friendship looks like so if we're thinking what a traditional friendship looks like. Let's say you've got four to five friends, all right? All of them, let's say you're friends because you all share a common interest, whether it's a sport, whether it's a hobby, whatever it is, typically the friendships that you have are typically at a young age because of common interest and not due to sustenance of an individual, I'd say. It's it's typically towards common interest, 
and especially with guy friend friend groups, the sustenance of an individual doesn't matter too much. The character of an individual doesn't matter too much. I think as guys, we kind of are friends with a lot of people, and we can be friends with a lot of people because we don't typically go into conflict immediately. I think that you will have some individuals who maybe go into conflict quite quickly, but I think that most guys kind of are quite okay being comfortable with each other and poking fun at each other and having a good time. I think that's what guys are typically about. Now, in that environment, I'd say that there has to be a degree of toxicness. Toxicness. I think that's the word. And that's because guys will probably have insecurities that we all put in each other. And there will be a lot of, like, internal conflict within a friendship group always. You know, I think that guys, it's maybe less than girls a little bit, but there will always be that. There will always be little groups within a group and people will have better relationships than others. And typically, you know, spending time with each other is fun. That's, that's the, the root, the root cause typically of a friendship is shared experiences, which equals fun. Now I've got nothing wrong with that, but for successful individuals, you can't actually necessarily sow or reap the reward of a typical friendship because you can't be with friends 24-7, which is what most friends do. They're with each other quite often. They always like to do fun things, enjoy. Now, as I said, I don't have a massive issue with that, but if you want to do something with your life, then I have an issue with that. Having friends who you want to see very often, you want to catch up with, you want to have fun with, I have a problem with that. And again, this is probably a controversial kind of episode. And I'm okay with that because it's what I kind of live by a little bit. And basically, I'm going to introduce to you the term of an ally. Now, what an ally is, is someone who you both have mutual sustenance of a relationship with where you understand their needs and they understand your needs. So I'd say in everything in life is going to be a business transaction in a way. Now, that's a very selfish way of thinking about it. But at the end of the day, it truly is a, it's a relationship that is typically filtered through transactions, whether it's the attention and the attention that you garner to them gives them a reward, whether it's, you know, if I give my attention to them, I feel better for that because I feel good as an individual or they then are funny, which then makes me have a nice time. So there's always a transaction. And when there isn't a transaction, typically that's when friendships tear apart, I would say, because when when someone gets on your nerves a little bit, the transaction isn't there. It's not a two-way transaction. So someone isn't reciprocating a transaction, therefore they typically steer away. So when friendships are transactionally based and there's nothing in between, there's no understanding that it is purely transactional, then that's 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 the end of the friendship. The difference between friendships and allies is allies understand that it is only transactional. Therefore, they don't need to see them 24-7. They don't need to ask them how their day was. They'll ask if they need help and that other person will determine whether that person is going to give them a transaction in return. So maybe if I help this person out with 
their mental strength in terms of, okay, well, this person is struggling with their confidence. If I give them a drill to work on their confidence, then they are a better footballer because of that. And now they will probably help me in another area. And that is strategic. Allies are there to be called upon, not there to spend so much time with, right? So if I am spending all of my time with an ally, they become a friend because we lose the transaction. I think that the transaction is very important. So when I give someone my energy and attention, then they give something back. And as I said in friendships, when you don't get it in return, you typically steer away. But with allies, you also are aware that it's if you foster that relationship to where it is a benefiting, it's benefiting you to help an individual and it's not constantly, you're not spending constant time with them, okay? That's, that's kind of the difference because, okay, as I've, I've kind of gone on both of them as they are both transactional. But I would say that the ally transaction is much more specialized to progress and the the agreed vision. So when I look at my allies, I know that I can go to this person to speak about the mental stuff because they're older than me and they're more experienced than me. They have sometimes differentiating opinions to me, which is good to solidify my own opinions. I can go to another person who's very knowledgeable in another area. And then I can go to another person who then is completely opposite to how I think. And then they can completely, again, challenge my ideas. I can then also go to someone who is as physically, you know, tra- uh, training as me. Therefore, I can then train with them. So I have all these people that I can call upon. I don't spend time with necessarily outside of these things. But when we come together, it's in the direction of that goal. And I wouldn't say that I have a friendship with them. I wouldn't call them friends. I would call them allies. And the distinction between a friend and an ally is, as I've said, it's not the transaction. There will always be a transaction in a friendship and an ally. So the differentiating factor between the friend and the ally is the ally understands your needs. They won't pressure you into doing something that isn't in accordance of where you want to go. They understand that they are on a similar path to you. They won't pressure you into doing anything that isn't going to help you get there. They will be accountable for you. They will help you keep accountable so that they know that they are pushing you towards you where you want to be. The people who are criticizing you, quote-unquote criticizing you, saying that you're not doing this as well as you should, you could be doing this better. Those are the people who you need around you. The people who are constantly saying, oh, you know, come, let's go to the pub or whatever, or let's go get some drinks, or let's go go for a drive. Those people who are wasting your time and you're just speaking with them and having this... I would say that uh, the, the transaction of a friendship and an ally is different where it's just a transaction of entertainment. There's no, as I've said, sustenance to the friendship. Where an ally, there's a lot of reward in it. So the ally... He will help you stay on the right track. The friend, he'll try and steer you off it because that's what's fun. That's what's fun. So they'll say, yeah, let's go out. 
The ally will say, no, how about we train? Maybe that's not even an option going out. Maybe that's not even, you've never even talked about it. It's just commonly known that you are both on the same path. Therefore, you would automatically just going to be talking about the things that are going to help you get closer to it. So the difference is the reward of the transaction and even the accountability. In a friendship, there shouldn't be really any accountability because the transaction is typically fun. It's not getting closer to where you want to go. So if you only have friends where you don't have any agreed vision of where you want to go, it's just having fun, I don't think that's the best thing. Sure, if you just want to have fun, do it. But I don't think the best in the world want to just have fun because having fun is useless. Why have fun all the time? If you want to go conquer the world or conquer football or whatever way you want to go, fun isn't an option until you've done something. So if you're in the if you're in the path and you're complete tunnel vision, fun typically is an option. And if it is, it's because you've done something good. Don't reward yourself for not doing something that's achieved, like you haven't achieved anything. So why, why reward yourself? Okay, if you're still, actually a quote that I think, I think it's Kobe Bryant is, you wouldn't celebrate halfway through a marathon, you know? So if you're running a marathon and you, and you stop halfway to celebrate, what's the point of that? You don't celebrate halfway through a marathon. So don't celebrate when you haven't even done anything yet. So the allies understand that. The allies share the same vision as you, whether it's in a different path or whether it's the same path. The allies should understand you. Now, it's not easy finding allies. I think that you have to keep those allies close, but they should also be distant because when they become too close, then they're friends. Then you're starting to have fun with each other. There should be a boundary. You should start to learn to say no to things. The power of no is very important because when you start saying no, it's, it's exactly that video that I've actually put on previously before. Uh, so it, if you don't know that that video, it's the power of no is more powerful than a yes. Because when you start saying no to more things, then the, the things that you start saying yes to mean much more. So if you're able to say no to going out, to wasting a bit of time with your friends, then when you do the yes, it has to be something that's very, very good for you. So you need to choose wisely. You need to choose things that are going to help you get where you want. And the allies understand this. So if we go into the next point, friends are often based on personal connections and emotions, while allies are individuals that share the goals and interests. So the allies provide specific expertise, as I said, and the connections that a friend has, you probably have common interests, but not a common vision. The friends that you have can tear you down. The allies that you have will bring you up. And I think, as I've said, the distinction between the friends and the allies is the barriers that you have. You shouldn't be spending too much time with them because you both mutually understand that when you start spending time with each other, you start wasting each other's time. When you start wasting your time, you're not getting closer to that goal. So what I've got here is I'm going to change to the camera above me. So what we've got here is we have, which is the next, the next kind of point that I want to go on. So the mutual benefit of a friend. 
Friends can drag you down. So if we've got friend here who is doing X, let's say X is partying. That means that whatever your friend does here, even if you don't associate or be with this friend at this party, this influences you. This desensitizes you. This represents and ref, uh, reflects on you. This also can bring peer pressure, whether you're there or whether you're not. These things aren't helpful to you. This then influences the others who are around you. Now, me as the individual, if my friends are partying, this can influence me to think, you know what? I can go to the party or I'll be tempted. It desensitizes me to things. Now partying, okay, it's not as extreme as other things where it's a negative desensitization, but it also represents you. It also reflects you. So let's say it influences you. So now you go to a party, it desensitizes you. So now the things at that party that are happening are now normal for you. That then represents and reflects you. So everything that went on in that party now has a knock on effect to you. So if let's say someone gets hurt and it's a bad thing, maybe the police get called. Now you are associated with that. Okay. You have, you have to take responsibility for that. That reflects you. I wouldn't say that reflects you in a good way. Now the peer pressure, if you're at a party, let's say peer pressure even got you there. Now, if you're at that party and people start saying, oh, you know, do this, do that. Peer pressure is crazy. Look at this influence, all of this influence. If, if they've gotten you to a party, what's stopping you from not doing this? What's stopping you from not doing that? Now, we won't say what these things are, but I think we all know what they are, okay? The influence that people have around you, they can dictate you into doing something that you probably shouldn't be doing. Therefore, this influence is not helpful. This is what a friendship is. Now, if we talk about, if we scrap this whole thing about the friend and we go into an ally, okay? I go into an ally here. Allies. And then we've got me. Okay. An ally can be either someone who is further behind you in the path that you want to go, or they can be ahead of you. Now, I'd recommend having both. So if I've got this ally here and he's ahead of me and I say, I give him a call and I say, hey, I need help with this. Oh, that's a W. I need help with X. Then my ally who is already ahead of me, right? So we can go already ahead of me. They might have more wisdom here. Now, that then pushes me forwards. So the same effect in the previous uh, slide that I drew up of the negative effect where it's dragging you down, so the friends are dragging you down, the ally brings you up. So now you start to be here because of your allies. Now, you can probably have friends who also do this, but now... When you start having a 
I guess, friend who does that, they, they start to become an ally. If they are on the same path or they share a same vision than you, this back and forth, this transaction turns into a more beneficial one, okay? So the benefit of the ally and the friend, you're constantly going up together because the back and forth transaction is bringing you towards this goal. Now this goal, let's go, it's green, because that's typically a color that represents good. This is where you wanna go. The allies are constantly bringing each other up, okay? What the friendship is doing is there is no green here. The green is fun. Now what this could be, let's say that's, let's use red, this red here. This is also, if this is our path with our friend to the towards the green, let's go, we've got this color, kind of like a path. If this is the path that we wanna go down and we've, we've come from a very windy path and both of us, maybe his is a bit more windy than ours. This path, when we've got friends who are taking us and tempting us towards here, let's say we go party. Now we're desensitized to partying. How about our friends start to influence us more? We start to party a bit more. We become desensitized to the things that happen at the party. Now our peers are telling us to do this and we start drifting over here. We start drifting and drifting and drifting and drifting. Now look at where our path is. We're completely out of where we want to go. So look at our path now. We're going all out of the way here. And look at how much further we are away from where we want to go. So look at our ally. Now we have to do such a big path now. Now I'm not saying all friends are bad. But. I don't think that when you have a group of five people, you will be making the right decision every time. Now, I'm not saying with the allies, you're going to be making the right decision every time. But when you have an ally, the back and forth that you have is only influenced by the two people there. A friendship group is influenced by everyone. And now we know the saying, you know, the average of the five people who you spend the most time with, you are the average of them. So if we've got the sum of the average, so if we've got the five people here, Actually, we'll just do that. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. And you are the average here. Let's say every single decision that is made and the sum of that, you are that essentially. Therefore, if this person is good, this person is good, but these three are bad, what would the average be? So if we've got one, two, three, four, five, and we've got the 20% per person, we've got 40 over 60. So 40 over 60. The average, I guess we could also round it up. 40 good and, 40, uh, and 60 bad. There is more bad than good there. When there is more bad than good, this may be less of an extreme deviation. This is quite a high deviation away from where you want to go. But still, it's taking you further and further away. Now, when you have five good people around you, 
who are allies, where they all have a shared interest and a shared common goal, where it's all transactional, you're all trying to help each other because that also helps you, when you've got these five people all in order. Now, these five people don't even have to know each other. They don't have to know the other exists. When you've got all of these five people in check, then you're, you're not deviating from this path. In fact, you're accelerating on this path. You're going up here with these guys. And when you and your friends start getting closer and closer towards that path, it's like a times two multiplier. It could even be more. It could be a times five multiplier because if you've got all of these people who are going on the same path as you, and let's say you've got your five friends here who are all on the same path. We've all got our paths and we're all trying to go to the same place or a similar place. And we're gonna say, friend one is here. F1, F2, F3, F4, F5. If we all want to go here, and it's the green again, not very original, but if we all want to go here, and we're all moving each other up, we're all speaking to each other, or maybe we're F3 and we're speaking to our F5 and maybe even F6. If we're all in communication, or if I'm in communication with these others, then I am accelerating towards this green. This green is becoming closer because of the people who I'm spending my time with. Now, F6 may be ahead. Let's say F5 is even behind. But over time, oh gosh, <laughs> over time, these people will be accelerated towards here. We all have this common goal. This common goal might be becoming the best version of ourselves or becoming the best in their field. So what we can do is we can come together to, to share this idea. But remember, when you have the negative people around you, you're going astray. You're being deviated outside of where you want to go. Okay? Allies help each other grow and learn. We want to go down the same path. We are not being torn behind. We're not being torn back. We're all going together towards the common goal. Okay. This is where... Imagine if your five allies are all in cahoots with each other. This is when you get, you know, a 10x possibly on your progress because you're in cahoots with each other. You're all moving towards a common goal. And now the friendship part... That, don't get me wrong. You can call these guys friends. But you, you should call them allies because friends is typically people who share an experience of fun together. These allies, these bring you, these guys bring you up, as I've said. So I would encourage you to say from the, from the people that you have, I'm sure you have people in your life, maybe they're in your current friend group, maybe they're outside, call upon them and you don't have to explain to them that you want them to be your allies. You can just say that, you know what, I need help with this you reckon I can do this for you in return or something like that where it's a transaction you don't have to make it transactional you don't have to make it known that it's transactional but being aware that you can actually get closer to your goals together is very important now I'm going to go back to a normal normal kind of camera here so I'm going to fix this one up so we've gone through how you, you can you can get benefit from your ally now 
Foster those relationships better. Find out who your allies are. Write them down. And anyone who tears you down, get them out. Okay? Simple. Get them out. If they tear you down, get them out. Foster the relationships that propel you up. Okay. So, the reason why you want allies is not just because it's a transaction, but it's another opinion. It's another perspective. Okay? They might be further down the line than you. Brilliant. If they are, keep them. If they're not, keep them as well. Another perspective always helps you. Okay. As I said, having the strategic allies is also very important. So what you want to do is with those allies who you know are helping you, foster the relationship by start realizing and start using transactions as a currency. I will help you with this. You can proactively give them something and expect nothing in return as well. Because in the end, the relationship that you have will help you. You also may give them something and not get anything in return, but that helps you giving them something. So the transaction doesn't always have to be a, I give you this, I expect something back. It's I give you my attention and the reward that I get is more self-awareness maybe. It's more perspective on other people using my work. So maybe this works for them and I speak to them about it, which helps me. So again, it's being selfish, but they will also understand that. So using your allies to your advantage, because they're going to be using you to their advantage and being okay with that. You have to both understand that. That's something that's very important. So you can't go into an ally relationship and expect to be complete friends. You should have disagreements. That's completely okay. You should be able to go back and forth with them. That's what an ally is. You should be able to have differentiating perspectives and views on things, but you want to be going towards that same goal. You want to be going towards that green dot. Okay? So the last kind of thing that I want to talk about. So what we've gone through is allies versus friends. We've discussed the key distinctions between friends and allies. We've gone about how friends are, you know, the personal connections and it's typically emotional bonds. We've also gone about how the common goal of an ally will help you with the interests of which they have. Then the mutual benefit, the transaction. So an ally relationship is you're bringing each other up. A friendship is, it, it, yeah, actually it's kind of like an emotional emotional support group in a, in, a, in a way. But the alliances are built on shared objectives and an exchange of value. So allies can help each other grow and learn and achieve success in their respective endeavors. Then we went through the specialization, so highlighting the advantage of the allies and their path. So their own path will actually help you give perspective on where you also want to go. So hearing that second opinion, hearing that different view, how they do it, how they do things, that's just going to bring more awareness to you and see how other people do it, which is also very, very important. Then also forming the alliances of which you have. You need to find those people. You probably know a few people within your own current network of who you can call upon. Now make them an ally. Have that transaction with them. Foster that relationship. That's very important. So nurturing that relationship is typically a transaction. Now when you're trying to reach someone who is maybe at a higher level than you, they may not see that transaction or reward back to them. So how can you foster that? Now that's where you do things and don't expect something in return. 
because you reaching out to them is your return. Them acknowledging you is your return, okay? Once they see value in you, that's even better because then they can give you their wisdom. That's how you can foster a relationship with someone who is higher or more experienced than you and they might not even give you the light of day. So that's one way to start doing that with people who are higher than you. Typically, it will probably be easier to find people who are lower than you in the path. And I'm not talking about in value or anything like that. I'm just talking about further down the path than you. So that's a good way to start going for the higher. For the lower, it should be a little bit easier. But if you typically share a common goal, then the friendship aspect doesn't matter. You don't have to spend time with them. You're calling calling upon each other for a transaction. That's okay. And also try and hint that to the, to the ally. They should understand that if it is transactional, you don't expect to spend time with them at the shops. You don't expect to spend time with them going for a drive. You know, you can talk to them every now and then. Now, I'm not setting guidelines or rules for you to follow. I'm just telling you that this is how an ally works. Okay, with my best allies, I will only speak to them to catch up, see how they're going. And then typically outside of that, and which that, that's the nurturing, that's the fostering. But outside of that, typically we're calling upon each other to speak about topics where we're trying to help each other go further, okay? Or it's I'm trying to meet up with them to train more. These are the allies that you need. These are the people who you should trust. And if they, and if they break your trust, they better not. That's all I'm saying. They better not break your trust because it's as simple as getting rid of them. And now I'm not saying getting rid of them completely. I always believe in people giving a second chance, but they have to earn your trust again. Now, forgive them. That's okay. You should forgive people for destroying, or for breaking your trust. But give them a second chance. Because not everyone is perfect. And also, you can learn things from people breaking your trust. So, always give people a second chance. But test them. Test them. See if they're going to do this for you. And, and you know what? Track it. I've, I've tracked a lot of people as well in my life where I've seen, okay, well, if they don't do this for me, if I don't do that for them, and I've done all of these things for them, but they can't do this for me, then that's a net negative. I look for net positives. And that doesn't have to be they're giving more to me than I'm giving to them. They can just be more responsive of it. So if I give someone the mental sheets that I do and they don't do any of it, I'm giving them all of these things that is valuable and they can't even send me a message back saying, thanks, I'm not gonna do it, but thanks then wow, that's a very, very obvious thing for me to realize that they don't value me. I am showing that I value them, but they don't value me. Okay, I won't do that for them anymore. They don't deserve that. They don't share the same vision as me. Or someone who would share the same vision but doesn't necessarily value the things that I gave them, they would say, hey, thanks for this, I appreciate it, but this is actually what I've got. And they'll show you what they do, and you know what, they show you what they've got, that's a different, that's a different opinion. That's a different. That's a different thing. That's that's a secondary opinion for you to use. Now you're pushing each other forwards. That's what an ally is. So you have to be good at communicating. They have to be good at communicating, and you have to share this common goal and this common path of where you want to go down. So allies bring you up. There there are more advantages to having allies than a traditional friendship. You need to elevate the relationships and seek out potential allies who can support you. They need to help you grow. You need to help them grow. They need to be ambitious. You need to be ambitious. Reciprocate value and maintain a strong ally relationship. 
That's how you get long-term success. You foster that relationship. Now, as I said, with an ally, you should ask them how they are. Don't be a complete dickhead, okay? People like just transactions in a short little basis as well as a long-term basis. So to foster that, maintain a quote-unquote friendship with them, but also understand that they are an ally to help you get to where you want to be. So to sum up all of that, the people who you spend time with, if they aren't a net positive to you, and test them, test the people who you're with. See if they are a net positive to you. If they aren't, simple. As I said, get rid of them for the time being, but also test them to see if they can earn your trust back. If they can earn your trust back, that's a, that's a positive experience. You've learned about them and you've, you've maybe even helped them, okay? So you can forget about them, forgive them, but then let them earn it back. If they really see value in you, they will try and earn your trust back. If they don't, that tells you more about them than it does you. Foster the relationships. Have the right people around you. I've shown you the effect of having the right people around you. You will be 10 x Okay? And if you don't have any allies right now, focus on yourself first. The allies will come. Okay? If you only have net negatives, focus on yourself. Then you can all bring each other up. Okay? Anyways, with that... Being said, that is the end of the episode and take action and find those allies. Simple, find those allies.